but I noticed something's missing. And that is my top four run. Hello, welcome back to Michigan's own Best Fin Benchwarmers podcast. I'm your host, Alex Merrill, and here today, as is the usual, is Matt Corser. Hey, everybody, what's going on? And uh, Cody Wood. Howdy, everybody. And uh, we had an episode before this, I swear. It just got eaten up because I didn't use my microphone and instead of recorded through the computer. So that's why we're delayed again. That'll do it. Sorry. Ricky. Not, not my fault. Eh. So in this episode, uh, we just want to go over uh, the top cut at PAX, top 12. Just some things about road, our experiences, and like uh, list building, like theory and all that kind of stuff regarding it. Uh, do we have any local news, Matt? I know there's a couple tournaments around us, not necessarily in Michigan. Um, nothing's happening soon. There's Crossroad Classics middle of, it's the weekend of February 19th. That's in Indianapolis. And then um, at Recess Games, the one we're going to talk about later, there he's actually doing a tournament the week after that. So it'll be the 26th, and that's the day after the new stuff comes out. I know... Our local place in Plymouth, State of Comics, actually got like the kits in for the new stuff. Oh, nice. So I'm working on uh, getting that going. And there's a couple tournaments online that we were looking at, right? There's a trilogy tournament that was just uh, recently announced, which looks fun. Yep, that was uh, presented by the Aussies, I believe. So oh, that time zone's, that time zone's going to kill me. <laughs> I mean... There's probably going to be other like time zones in it. It's not going to all be Aussie because it's a weekly tournament. So it'll let you actually get your games in. Although, if the top cuts, sort of like how the uh, Wild WoW Space Open was, uh, good luck. <laughs> okay, well, um, PAX. Uh, 66 people. Uh, they did do Road. They didn't do Bands, I believe. No, and there was some sense in there. Yeah, and the Cassian and stuff like that. So, yep. the guy who won it, Merrick uh, Martin Kiewicz. I'm so bad at Polish. Um, he won with Grievous with the title Three Fearsome Predator Droid Dry Fighters. Love it. Love and it. A couple separatist drones. How? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> with how much dash was with, at this tournament? You can't tell me those didn't just like get one shot at least once a game. I mean, I guess if they don't spend a green token, they get strained, so it follows up with the other shots. But they're also I3. The only thing I can think of is that he kept all the five ships together because they can all use the independent calculations off of each other. Network calculations, yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> but yeah, it's... Maybe for like a low ship count kind of thing, it would work better. Do we want to tell people what Fearful Prey and Fearsome Predator actually do? Since we don't see this on the table very often. Yeah, it's true. Uh, when they shoot at things assigned with the Fearsome Prey condition, right? Fearful Prey. Yeah. If they didn't spend a green token on defense, they gain a strain. So the, the theory is you can have three of these things in the list and you, you would like 
ideally want to get all three of these fearsome predators to shoot the same thing. So if you have a big centerpiece of your list, dash, you give it to him. Hey, I shoot at you. You either spend this green token or you get a strain. Either way, it's not a decent decision either way. So you can kind of stack the strain on top. Like you shoot and then get a strain. The other guy shoots another strain. Another guy shoots, get a strain. And I do have to point out the fearsome predators are three pipped, but the condition card is one pipped. So even though you have three fearsome predators, you only get one of the condition card to assign to one of you and the enemy ships. But any of the three ones can attack that and still get the benefit. So that's pretty solid. Mm -hmm. If you're going against a bunch of three ship lists, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what he's trying to do. There's a lot of lists out there that are focused like they have one big centerpiece pilot in the list and that's like that's the core of the list so if you can really burn that down quickly then i I see what he's going against i really would like to look at what he flew against throughout the whole tournament well we know he at least played the guy in second Mm -hmm. who had a scourge with predator and five strikers the i3s you love to see you love to see scourge it's always nice to see that guy do well on the table this does seem like a fun list to fly. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, you get them in bullseye with Scourge, and you have six three-die attacks. That's a little scary. Man, that, 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 that is a list that is not an autopilot list. That list requires a lot of focus throughout the day. And this was, what, five, and then the 12-person cuts, a four-round tournament? Although I think he had the buy, a four-round cut. So he played eight games uh with like strikers yeah trying to get bullseye five strikers i mean i love strikers but they're not something i would bring to a tournament not a lot of them yeah i mean that is a lot of jousting power though i don't know anything really wants to go against that heads up nope and they're fast Sure, you kill one striker. There's still four more that are going to shoot at you. Plus, in road rules, they can actually react to anything below them pretty well. Mm -hmm. Black squaddies are what? I-4? Threes. Threes. Which is solid. Yeah, especially if you're going against, like, Fearsome Predators and Separatist Jones, which are also I-3. I would have loved to have watched that game. So, uh, top four. You got uh, Baron Mangu. Who we saw this list at Worlds. Uh Tafson with sensor buoys. And then three of the FO bombers with uh feedback paying proximity mines and advanced tor- proton torpedoes. Hey guys, I have to point out that's all I three. Yep. This is a this is becoming a pretty common first order archetype right here. The three bomber the three cadets with Tavson. I don't So are people actually giving up target locks to the sensor buoy yeah why don't you just shoot them <laughs> do people Especially, not realize you could shoot those things I, I don't i don't know you know where they're going to be just don't end up range one of it i mean i guess it's a little bit harder for like ray because ray moves and she's going to be range one of it unless she's along the board edge yeah i think i think you just yeah i mean in some cases you just have to accept they're going to get their target locks off but but it's not like they have gas clouds giving them free evades anymore exactly either. it's just an obstructed shot I mean, I love feedback ping. Super fun. And I like the advanced proton torpedo proxy mine builds on these things. Uh, because they do end up being fast and they can boost over your ship and then drop a proxy mine on you. If you were close to bumping them or close to them in general. But they don't get the target lock if the proxy mine lands 
or if they uh, go over the proxy mine. Right. Yep. That's why tabs is there to give you actions. <laughs> I mean, double modded advanced protorps are really scary. You like the I three. So against aces, they get to one of them gets to block. The other one gets to just like show up behind, and here's a nice little APT. And the next round, here's a proxy mine. Maybe even two, depending on how it's all set up. Listen, I just fixed this list. We're going to drop the sensor buoys, and we're putting general hooks on there instead. <laughs> Everybody's getting coordinated. <laughs> no. Do not stress those bombers. <laughs> what do you mean? Right. They move better than my lats. Yeah, they just go one. They can go three straight and clear yeah. their stress. I only have one, two. What's the... Uh, how much is the double stress uh, after setup? Five. Fire. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Real sad. Yet they get some toys off of the other stuff, which kind of like negates what the bombers do. Yeah. But anyways, it's a cool list. I like the FO bombers a lot. Proxy mines. You see them with counter nets a little bit more. I wish they weren't so big, <laughs> like on the table. They're very wide. Mm -hmm. I think they're going with just big ships in general with oh, the gauntlet, gauntlet too. So the next one, uh, Brad Freeman, a two-ship list. Luke with Ion Torps, R2, Hull Upgrade, and Han with every slot loaded out. Lone Wolf, Ion Missiles, Ezra, Kanan, R2-D2, Shield, Hull, and Title. I bet you that Han was, like, evading the entire time because he doesn't need mods otherwise. You have Lone Wolf and Two-Force. Right. I'm not I don't want to discount this guy's run. Good job, Brett. But when when I said fly more Han, this was not the world I envisioned. I mean, he did make top four at PAX, though. Yes. Congratulations. The field was tough, especially with a two ship list. Like, that's yep. actually kind of impressive. And By no, kind of, I mean, really no like pre maneuver shenanigans, no changing dial shenanigans. No, he did every gen, though. Like, Han's I mean, he, he did every gen on Han. And, and Luke at our point threshold. But also, it's not like you have like spike damage. You're running ion torpedoes, which is good for control, but you're not, you know, hitting things that have you know, three agility too consistently, like for multiple damage. This is probably the most wholesome two ship list that's out there. <laughs> I would love for people to fly this list against me. Although, if I'm looking at the top eight, those. The only like three agility is uh, Kylo, which was top eight, and the three fearsome predators. Mm -hmm. And I guess Scourge, but that doesn't yeah, Scourge. count too much. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually a little surprised that there's not a lot of high agility ships here. The tyranny of three agility was defeated. Are we saying? Yeah, I was about to say, is the tyranny of three agility finally gone? If only you had three agility ships that also have passive mods, like I think, Force. I don't think there's no. any ships out there that have that, are there? No. Not in this damn tournament. Hey, hey, hey those one in the top eight. Yeah, there's one Republic list in this entire tournament. Yeah, it was a 20. And there were seven Bs. It's not even like they had three agility. Passive mods, the faction. Anyways, I, that's an impressive, that's a beefy Han. Good luck burning that down before he starts burning down half your list. He's thick. Especially if you don't have three agility. I'm I'm just happy people are flying Han Solo because, you know, he's good. I just, I don't want them to fly it against me. 
but I'm glad that people, other people are flying it. I don't see why we have to keep reminding people that Han Solo is like one of the most underrated ships right now because he is stupid good. Mm-hmm. He's always been super good. Passive Maz is good. People should fly more Han, just not against me. Yes. Pain. Uh, top eight, Jeremy Chamley was actually first in Swiss. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, Dash with Trick Shot, Perceptive Co Pilot, Jin title, Hera on a B Wing, and uh, Kyle Katarn with Cassian and the title, which is kind of interesting. I remember when that happened in the movie. <laughs> it, it's interesting that Hera doesn't have FCS. Because normally, like, Hera likes to have FCS to have, like, a sol- a small mod before passing the target lock to Dash. I don't know why you'd be able to strip off for that. Yeah, Cassian, yeah. Cassian's pretty important. Yeah, and abuse, it, like abuse it while you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trick shot. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I always super liked Kyle Katarn. And being able to pass someone a focus, like Hera who can then turn it into an evade if she wanted to, if, like, Dash isn't within range of Kyle Katarn. Actually, no, it doesn't matter, because he has Jin, right? So it's just, like, whoever wants a, a focus or an evade, or both, just has it, which is nice. Hera has one agility. Uh, just because she has one agility doesn't mean she's going to take damage. I learned that the hard way. I watched that happen. <laughs> yeah, she's probably getting one evade every turn, right? But... If you're going after Hera, that means you're ignoring Dash, and that's a problem. I like the list. I like Kyle Katarn. I'm warming up to Hera on a B-Wing. And I ironically am not a fan of Dash in this list. It's weird. That's not my preferred Dash build, but it it worked for him. That is my preferred uh, Dash build, maybe without Trick Shot. Like, maybe, I don't know, Lone Wolf. But for this build, uh, definitely Trick Shot. Just because... This is a tanky dash. Like, you have focus, evade. Actually, you just have double focus, and then Harrow give you evade if you need it. If you're really, really in a pinch, too, you can also do the double evade because of Jin. So you aren't taking much damage unless, like, you messed up. Yep, double evade. Hera pa- either Kyle, Kyle can pass you a focus or Hera can pass you a focus when you need it. Or they can pass a third evade. Mm-hmm. Cassian, because he's probably going to get banned, right? Like that's yeah. what they were saying. Yeah, I'm. It's. I. I think this is kind of like a abuse it while you can type list, right? But like, Hall of Great is the same amount of points for him. But we didn't even talk about Cassian. Like dial peaking here, mm-hmm. it's so good. Like you have Kylo. Uh, well, you know what Kylo's going to be at. He doesn't have, like, most Kylo's don't have Supernatural. So you can make it so Dash blocks, make it so Dash, like, sets up something if Kylo's, like, moving second player. Or you can have Kylo, like, change his dial from a two-bank to the two-bank the other way. Well, you're changing your dial. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Kyle, Cassian's on Kyle. Right, right. So, and now you're sort of blocking Kylo. Kylo doesn't like being blocked. Yeah, I, I, I was confused because you were saying Kylo and Kyle, yeah. Kyle at the same time. I'm like, what is going on? What are you talking about right now, Cody? But but now I understand. Yeah. My bad. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, I mean, Hera, too. 
if you're going against other I sixes, she would like to know where the other I six is coming. Cause, you know, they still have barrel rolls and stuff. They can reposition. She can and barrel, barrel roll. rolls or like a focus barrel roll or like a barrel roll target lock with the yep. S foils. Barrel roll target lock. Kyle passes her a focus, and that's a juicy double mounted shot from a three die gun. Yeah, that she can share with the rest of the people. Yep. <laughs> It's a cool list. I can see why Jeremy and spoilers, Paul Heaver also brought it. Three people brought this list. Only two of them made cut, though. Fair enough. Collusion. Collusion. Uh, number two, Christopher Daniel. Uh, Kylo and the Silencer with uh, extreme maneuvers, sensor scramblers, high on torpedoes. Something Cody has ran a bunch. Uh, Tavson, just naked. And then uh, Breach with Advanced Protorps, Ion Missiles, Counternets, and Seismics. I like this list a lot. I mean, that is probably the most efficient Kylo build there is. Uh, if your point strapped, Ion Torps aren't as necessary, but it is so nice to be able to like poke damage in and possibly Ion at range 3 behind obstacles and all that. Breach, like the Advanced Protorp Ion Missiles are really, really good. It gives Breach like scare from range zero, uh, one to three counter nets and seismics, uh, bomb of choice. Can't complain about ionizing things. No nope. seismic sort of opens up for Tavson. Opens up for Tavson stops dash from doing dash shenanigans. If you're going against droids, droids don't want to see seismics. Now it's a, it's a huge area of effect and you kind of have sort of enough health to kind of eat it, especially if you're Tavson, like whatever, also, I like the ion torps if people are chasing Tavson when he's trying to turn around because you can just slow him down so he can continue trying to do the two turns, which is cute. Yeah, people chase Tavson. Oh, when, when people get behind Tavson because that happens a lot. Oh, yeah. You can slow him down. I mean, I like the Connernets on FO bombers in general. Yep. Just boost in and like, oh, this large base ship suddenly is ionized and like Dash is out there. All their large bases are out there, but I think Dash is the big large base boogeyman right now. Being able to ionize him and just keep him in place. Han Solo. Yeah, I wish. (laughs) But I just, I mean, anything that takes away agency from your opponent, super good. That's what Connor Nets does. And Ion Dwarps. Gosh, they're they're only three points, aren't they? Yep. Ion Torps are four. Yeah, Ion Torps are four. Yeah, Connorants are three. Okay, ion Torps, yeah, and Ion missiles are two. Yeah, they're all they're all they're all a steal. Bye bye bye. Inappropriately named Connorants because there's only one of them. You don't need to pluralize it, but you know, it's fine. I mean, it's multiple nets inside of the net. Nets on nets on nets. Sure. They're from Jersey. Um, you know, another top eight. Paul Ever, same list as Jeremy Chambly. Congratulations. Did it. Um, uh, last top eight, Keith W. This is an interesting list, let me tell you. Man, Finn with Heroic, Rose, a Red Squadron at, uh, expert with the BB Astromech, Joff, Sea <laughs> Striker, and the T70. I have to look this up. Uh, that's he's the one the, uh, that. Shield evade, right? Yeah, he takes, when he takes a shield, he gets the evade. The with, old uh, Red Squadron ATP. expert. Hmm? The old Red Squadron expert from yep. uh, first edition. Uh, with ATP and then Kaz with R5 and targeting computer. This list is super interesting. The first three parts of that, absolutely amazing. Kaz, really good. Targeting computer, sure. 
Yeah, Kez is fun. Who was the fifth ship? <laughs> my boy, Josh C. Stryker. I've only seen one person ever fly this guy ever in my life. Why wouldn't you just bring like Nimi? Or, yeah. More I-4s? Joff is one point... No, Joff's an I-3 and is one point right. less than Nimi. But the free of Bash is one point less. If you want I-4s, Kerkun... Oh, uh, cool. Kari. Kari? I, I think so. Bad. Yeah, he can daredevil boost. But, like, is also I-4. Uh, if you want the evade, uh, Kayu Thrinali is I-4 and gets the evade by moving through a friendly ship. Oh, we'll get to that list later on. Because <laughs> someone brought that. Was this a meme tournament? <laughs> the, the, the resistance lists seem like they're memes. Uh, but no, I mean, I guess it's, you know, it's still a fair amount of ships, right? It's still five ships. Live your best life, man. Maybe they're expecting a lot of aces. So like Kaz, it's pretty solid. Amy? Yeah. You know, listen, I didn't make top eight at PAX with this. So I don't know what I could do to... I mean, great, still, great job, Keith. Yeah. It's still a decent jousting list. It's still Finn and Rose. So And a BB uh, red. Top 12. Yeah, here's this list. Another resistance list. That's silly to me. You got Snap Waxley, but the, the heroes of hope won. The good one. The S-foil strain guy. Yes. With Heroic. Kari Kuhn with Heroic. She's the one that Hard Ones boosts. The Kai Thrinali with Heroic. I remember that guy from the movie. Yeah, that's the, that's the one that moves through other ships, takes the evade action. Uh, friendly ships, right? And then um, a Black Squadron ace with Heroic. See I like this list. They're all, all fours. All fours. They all they they have mods because of Wexley. Like you could toggle like on your act turn, and you get double mods. Yeah. Or like focus. And like even if you have a strain, you have focus calculate on defense. You're good. Yeah, I, I prefer like four I four T seventies to some most other resistance lists. I'll say. Yeah, the T-70s are beefy. They don't generally get one round. I really like the Black 2 uh, Snap Waxley a lot, especially if you're doing something like a 4K behind everyone. You can still open your wings and get a Calculate token, so you still have a mod. And the next turn, you're doing a blue anyway, so you're going to clear the strain, mm -hmm. which is super cool, very useful. We saw a lot of I-3s, so the one hard boost is solid. I mean, it's just like Extreme Maneuvers on Kylo, sort of. So I can see why this can do well, those fifth and Swiss. But, you know, that just means he had like a, uh, so it went by alphabetical. So, you know, middle of the road. It's fine. Top 12 still. Next one. A questionable scum list. Harkening back to the one that's now like 213 points that was running around with all the, uh, the Java and the, False transponder codes. Yeah. 
Assage with Contraband and the title. Bosk with Zam, BT1, and Contraband and a shield upgrade. And Lando with Contraband and title. No Greedo. Top 12 with this so, list. You have four and one. Yeah. I have to ask. You play Scum a lot, Alex. Is Asajj better than Ketsu? It depends on the list. She can be tankier than Ketsu, and she works very well with Lando, specifically, because the title, if they're stressed, you can force a stress on them if they have no green or if you have triple zero or something like that. And it works with VT1. I would generally bring Katsu because she's cheaper and I like tractoring things and I don't like people shooting at me because they're on rocks. And it's higher initiative. Yeah. Asajj can do well. She's more of a disruption piece. I don't know why people bring Bosk right now because he just gets torn apart by anyone higher than him. And I think the trend's leading towards higher initiative aces, despite what this tournament looks like. That does it though. I think this tournament's actually a decent mix because like three of the top four was I threes. And then like the top eight just eliminated all like three of the I fives. And then you have the resistance list. I mean, and then, for like, those resistance lists too, because now that you have no bids, it's a crapshoot on who's shooting first for the fours. So it's even more dangerous. Yeah. But what I'm saying though is like half the top 12 was like lower than I4. I think that's just because more ships are better right now. So they made the top cut, but I think the other, a lot of other people are bringing higher initiative pilots. The only I6s that made cut were the two Harrahs and Han Solo out of 12 players. Hey man, I wouldn't bring Bosk right now. That's all I'm saying. But this does sort of remind me of like the four ship, Resi- uh, no, Resistance Scum list with Bosk, uh, Lando. Usually you had, um, was that uh, Fang Fighter? That's I4. Joy. Joy. And Genesis. And Genesis. So. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it doesn't have Greedo, so that's good. He's not taking it. I don't know. I just think. <sighs> Things are maneuverable right now. I think people have also wisened up to Bosk a lot, too. I'm going to straight head on Joust still. <laughs> There's no way I can get behind him. That's, that's your right, Cody. You have the right to do that. I won't take that away from you. Good on him. I mean, they're all fours. They can do work if they do well. Maybe he got some nasty crits with that PT1 Asajj combo. Yeah, it's nice to see a uh, Shadowcaster in the top cut, so uh, congratulations. Yeah. Next list, more resistance. Kaz with uh, R6 D8. That's the reroll one for people in bullseyes. Um, another black two, Staff Wexley, the Red Squadron Expert, Finn with Heroic, and Rose. Honestly, solid list. Yeah, I like it better than the, um, the one with Joff, honestly. Yeah, but it didn't do as well. Uh, yeah, but... Results are the only thing that matter, and there's no <laughs> variance at all in a cut whatsoever. I think our 6 d is actually a little bit underrated, but also people are bad at bullseyeing things, so what do you know? I think people are actually getting a lot better at bullseyeing because like, you need to with the Eda's. When 2nd Edition first came out, you really only bullseyed for Predator. And if you brought marksmanship, 
<laughs> nobody nobody flies Adas though. Not in this tournament for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. That's a solid list. And then uh, the last one of the top 12, because we still can't get rid of this, uh, fair off with uh, Admiral Sloan. Hall upgrade, Ruthless, Gonk, the best upgrade ever, and uh, four of the I-1 strikers. I mean, you gotta keep fair like Pharaoh's hard to kill, and now you have Hole and you're gonking. I wonder how many games Pharaoh got over half points because of Gonk. Mind you, they only have two shields. I mean, Sloan Swarm's always really good. Strikers are good. It's a fast-moving list. I love Gonk. It's not good. Strikers might be something that's really underrated right now because a lot of people don't play against strikers. So they don't understand how fast they can be or how they can be in these weird places that you just don't expect. Same with Reapers. People are not, they don't understand how Reapers move and what they can do. Mm -hmm. And like you said earlier, like they can, depending on if they win or lose the initiative roll, end up in completely different places because they have that uh, ailerons. Usually just dial in a one hard and figure out if you need to go straight or a bank. I'm just trying to visualize Admiral Sloan of the Imperial Navy on the Reaper with this gonk droid. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was in Rogue One at some point. Yep. But yeah, some interesting lists to see where people are going with in packs. It's, you know in-person event so someone actually owns three bombers that's a that's an accomplishment oh they have a friend there you go <laughs> I, I own four i bought two of them yikes <laughs> so um it was good it was cool nice to see the in-person being played again even if it's just six, six people and i know we were like criticizing these lists but you can do that to every tournament but that's also because, like, you have to play out of your mind to make cut. It doesn't matter about the list so much. It's No list is ever going to be 100% efficient just because it depends on what you go against and all that. Yeah, now, uh, there's no doubt that these people are great. And I like that it's all the 4 and ones and 5 and O's and not just have, like, MOV. Yeah, like, if you, if you do that, you just get rid of all tiebreakers. I really like that. I'm not saying that because the tournament I was just in was won by somebody who was two and two. <laughs> because honestly, my game against him was amazing. I loved every moment of it. But it does clean, make things a lot cleaner. Sure, you have more buys in a cut, but honestly, it's probably okay to have your undefeateds having a buy. Yeah. Just like, you know, normal sports. Next one. Next up, road list building theories. Want to just kind of briefly get into it because it's been a you know like a month or so since it was announced, and people are probably pretty good at formulating their own ideas. But you know, X Wing's still not really point balanced for road, so you can get away with a lot of stuff. You know, Kid Anakin. We were talking about Strikers and Reapers. I mean, like Duchess. Any of these pre-movement when you reveal your dial kind of things is super good. And I have to like mention. If the initiatives does stay around three, like this tournament, Sabine has a lot more value. Yeah. For it. Like mm -hmm. every Sabine, whether with intimidation or like a turret, if she's in the attack shuttle, even Lancer Sabine. <laughs> I mean, if she has Maul, sure, but that's a lot of points. Lancer Sabine is 
never going to be played. Do you know how tanky Lance of Sabine is? Just take the evade and then like I, I have understand. Free evade. <laughs> I'd rather have an effective ship than a defensive one. Ironically, considering what I brought to Ohio, but still. Yeah, I mean, any pre-movement. In Ohio, we saw an Intimidation TIE Fighter Sabine, which was super cool because you just boost your barrel roll to wherever someone lower than you is and you just hit them. Or, like, even if you move before, you can... It's sort of the Reaper thing. You can end up in so many spots, it's hard to phantom. And if you aren't extremely careful, then you're going to bump into Sabine. Which is super cool. I like it. I enjoyed it. You know, obviously there's stuff that's probably going to be banned. That's good right now. Um, you know, fan sensors, supernatural reflexes, BB, Astromax, all that kind of stuff that let you do you know, pre, pre-movement pre options that you have with the barrel roll with the BB and all that kind of stuff. And I don't think we really have to go into why these upgrades are that good, but basically, like, you sort of get around road you get around caring about what you set as a dial which is what i what road is trying to re-implement they don't want you to have perfect information and just figure it out afterwards uh with just because that's is it really it's it seems exciting but when it comes down to it you aren't really playing a game at that point i want to say you're just going through the motions yeah for sure what has been more of a trend now, which I think is pretty interesting for Road, is like uh, all the system phase movement. I mean, you see it with the EDAs, you see it with the, the Alpha Bombers now. But, you know, like Phantoms have been doing it. Uh, you know, you got it with uh, sensitive controls, which are popping up every once in a while. Vector Cannon, Death Rain if he has bombs. The one person who will ever fly BB 8 in the pod, he can use the stuff. And it's just sort of the same thing. Like you, if you move before them, you get to boost barrel roll, like end up so you don't bump. You get your action still, and you can even set up so you force them to bump by doing the your system phase stuff, and then they do their maneuvers if they aren't careful. But this was a thing even before road. But it is kind of interesting to have those kind of things and also be going against a list that is also doing their system phase movement. Yes. I like system phase movement. Hey Matt, remember that time I had sensitive control uh silences against your Eda? That was fun. I think it was Eda Anakin. <laughs> it was I, I boosted where his Anakin was gonna boost, so he couldn't boost and then like I blocked his 4K because of it. <laughs> Ah man, I, that was oh, that was a, that 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 degenerate list I was running. It was Ada Anakin, Ada Obi. No, not Ada Obi. Ayla and uh, Delta uh, CLT Obi. Fun stuff. That was back when you could have auto blasters on your Adas. Other things that are most likely getting banned, you know, since Informant Cassian, as we saw here, doing pretty well. Snoke, V, I guess. Uh, Anything that doesn't really have a downside to peeking at dials. Fap. I hope not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, no one's ever really used informant, but whatever. That's fine. Like, dial peaking's always been really good and really underutilized because people more often than not went for the bid. Because what's better than knowing what one ship's moving? 
uh, just know what they all do, right? But since Unlower Initiative ships has been so underutilized, I don't quite understand it, especially when they dropped from six points to five, why it wasn't brought more. Like Jedi, like Ahsoka with sense will perma-block any ship in the game. And if it's ever a two-on-one, like you lose the game. It, you're not even playing anymore. I ran um, Lumi Mace Ahsoka early on that had double sense. It was sense on Mace and sense on Ahsoka. And it was just like, I really don't care about Biz. I just know where you're going to be, and we're going to see how that's going to work for you. A sense is one of those cards I really wish it had never been brought over to second edition in the first place. Or at least don't make it zero to one for free. Yeah, I think, I, yeah there should be a cost. Or maybe make it interesting, like range three only. That'd be kind of cool. So there's also dial changing upgrades that may or may not be banned. You know, usually it's like R2A6 or the Slave 1 title in Scum and Villainy. Season Navigator, you've seen on a couple other ships. You know, Django. Yep. Handbrake on. Cable Comics, Inertial Dampeners. Hera, that's not the A-Wing or the B-Wing. No, I always felt like these were actually a lot of times worse than the pre-movement upgrades. Like, because you literally, depending on how, like, Season Navigator, the only reason it's not, like, really, really ridiculous is because it has to be on, like, a large ship. Like, who's taking advantage of it? Han? Django. Django. And Django. How, like, how degenerate is it that Django's just like, okay, I'm doing this, and now I'm going, like, the other way, but, but better than a slave one in Scum and Villainy? Well, they'd have to play Boba Fett first, and Boba Fett is unplayable, according to everyone. I agree. Yeah, Boba Fett, since, since he lost the crew slot, like you can't even put Boba Fett on the table. He's not good whatsoever. At don't, all. don't play him. He's bad. I don't know why people aren't playing Boba Fett, especially right now. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get into that, right? Like, ships that benefit the most out of road. What if I bumped you and I still got mods? Yeah. Rear arc ships benefit a lot from turret, like, you know, from road because they can just go straight forward without turning around. So shoot you. Yeah, I'll just force straight and figure it out. Yeah. Turreted ships and like 180 degree arc ships, but especially turreted ships because there's nothing like when Han is kiting around the board, it's not like people are getting in his way. Nope. Or dash by and large. I mean, turreted ships are also usually really beefy. So yeah. even if they bump, they don't instantly die. So, I mean, road really helps with that because you're maybe other people are bumping or they're not following you. I mean, you don't have to, like, engage with people in order to still shoot at them, which is still good. But, yeah, because um, road, there's a lot of uncertainty for bumping and all that kind of stuff. So there's going to be more bumps. Um, and there's a lot of people that like bumping, like anyone with passive mods, like mm-hmm. Boba Fett or anyone with the force. If you if you bump Han near rocks, oh dang, I still get rerolls. Yeah, or you bump Nora and you're like, cool, she's better now. And she's not taking a shot incoming. So and then if you bump other people's ships, they don't have tokens, so um like Django, well, a little bit less Django, but uh like Lumi is super good when people bump because they could just blank one of their hits. It's generally they won't have a focus or a calculator or something to, to bring that back. Or rows, you know, just getting re-rolls just because there's people there. 
Um, nom lom is fine because people shoot at them. We'll just shoot them back no matter what. Did people learn not to shoot nom lom yet? People, no one's flying nom lom anymore. He's he's Fair. he's dead. Even though I don't want to see nom lom with Zaman proton torpedoes. No, I don't want to see nom lom kind of in general because I'm trying not to get shot. Yep. I mean, Katsu loves it when people bump into her. She just throws them on rocks. <laughs> Um, Zori is actually super good in road rules because it works on your opponent's maneuvers too. So anytime anyone around you is taking action, you can do it and then bump someone and you still get your action kind of thing. Sam. You know, the other ships that sort of benefit is your extreme, like your really maneuverable ships. Mm-hmm. Because you're on maneuverable ships, you're sort of set in your ways, so you don't have a choice to bump. But like extreme maneuvers, Kylo. Well, I'm just going to go over here, and then I'm still in the fight. Also, the Nantex. Like, oh, yeah. They really don't care. Cody's second favorite ship in the game. <laughs> Ray? Don't make me bring back Ray. <sighs> I love the Nantex so much. I hope people don't play them in road. I'm hoping that these new rule changes will change the tractor rules back to the way they used to be. No. So then I can ensnare you and also arc dodge you. Yeah, I would love not to be shot at yep. by the you ship know, that had no ability to do anything about it. You know who else might also like benefit from road? It, bombers. Because like one of the hard parts of a bomber is not getting blown up before you get there. Now you just really force a bump and all this stuff. And I guess it was the same either way, though. Which Which bomber? But the FO bombers now really like it when people bump into them because they can boost right past them. Yep, and the FO bombers sort of like can figure it out after seeing the road rule if it's another I-2, I-3, or I-5 if you have breach. But there's a ton of pilots that like don't care. I mean, have passive mods. I think it's like something goes third, like a third of the pilots essentially have passive mods, which is nuts. So that's cool. You know, like... uh, Kanan, like in the VCX, or really, really both of them. Like they, they like it when other people hit their ships, right? Because they have no mods coming in, so you can use Kanan's ability much more effectively, especially if they bumped into him uh, to reduce the incoming shot. But uh, that's just theories that you know things that are good in Road, I would say, which I think we used when we built our list for Ohio. Because I know, Cody, you had a a pretty interesting time in Ohio, right, with road rules. Yeah, so it was a lot of it matters and it doesn't matter. So I flew the Sinar uh, Blackout and Kylo. I don't remember the exact loadouts. I know I had extreme maneuvers and sensitive controls on Kylo. Yeah, think fanatical. Fanatical on Blackout and then advanced optics on this Sinar. And I think throughout the entire tournament, there was only like seven. So it was what? A four round tournament. Mm-hmm. And I think there was seven meaningful times that road mattered. Uh, three times was the round two against Sam, one of our locals. He had Ray, Zori, and Lulo. So there was a lot of interaction there, you would think. But really, it was. Um, there was one time where. 
I had to dial in something to try to block Ray to uh, sort of save the Sinar because I put the Sinar on a debris in front of his entire list. Hmm. That'll yeah, do that, it. That, that was a good call. <laughs> um, and then, like, Kylo versus Ray uh, really matters about road. And I dialed in a maneuver where I, if I want, uh, lost the road roll, so I was second player, I could jump between either side of Ray's arc. But I didn't win it, so yeah. Ray still got to shoot me. And I blanked out on defense. Naturally. You lost yeah. that game, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, it was really bad. I think I just killed Zori. Uh, I was one like one away from uh, half on Ray. And then the other game was against an FO where they had Breach with advanced Protorps, Ion Missiles, and I think Proxy Mines. Yeah, it was Proxy Mines. A Extreme Maneuver, Sensor Scrambler, Ion Torps, Kylo, a Null, and Muse. And, I mean, Extreme Maneuver, Kylo versus Extreme Maneuver, Kylo is going to matter a lot for Road. Uh, but we only had like eight rounds, seven, eight rounds that game. And it mattered about three of those rounds because... Uh, when Kylo was near Kylo was really when it mattered. When my blackout was near Kylo, it was mostly I'm running for my life. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was the, the list you brought, you know, with the high initiative and the very incredibly maneuver ships. Yeah, I think the uh, highly maneuverable is maybe not the most important, but like second most opponent part of it just for all matchups in general though uh kylo has force mods too uh blackout has force mods uh fanatical and then the sign is an i1 so he's going to have he's the blocker slash i always have something because i move first i get to i know what i'm doing like there's no you have an open field yeah so and the maneuverability of all the ships really helped because on that game against FO, I was able to split off his breach and muse. I got him to chase the Sinar, but then the Sinar just sort of deked. Oh, he zigged when he thought I zagged. And then the next round, my Sinar is fighting Null and his Kylo. And it takes like three turns for his breach and muse to get back into the fight. And that game was really amusing because the final score was 31 to 16. <laughs> uh, I had seven done it, damage done to me, and I think I did seven damage to him. Uh, and it was a very close proxy mine that he dropped on his Kylo and barely nicked my blackout. Uh, I guess not barely. It was, it was close enough that uh, it was really scary because his Kylo was shieldless. His Kylo was shieldless, his Breach was shieldless, and then I ended up half-pointing his uh, Muse. That's ballsy. That is super ballsy. Yeah. But he also needed to do it because, like, if he didn't, it was, like, the second-to-last round of the game. That's interesting. That's cool. Matt, you brought an interesting list for this tournament as well. Yeah, a second-edition classic, Han, Jake, and Nora. Show the people in Ohio why Han Solo is really good. I, I sure did show them why Han Solo is really good. I had Trickshot, Kanan, R2-D2 on Han Solo, my uh, preferred build. 
and then Jake, I took I took the cue from you. I built him like a like how we talked about Alex. I put Magva R three and Elusive on Nora, so that way she could. If if I ran up against a lot of I six, which I only ran up against two or fives that shot before me, they shoot me. I can get a target lock on them. Either use it for my attack or save it for later. And then elusive, because like we were talking about, Alex, no one expects the three hard from Nora. Three hard recharge elusive. <laughs> yep. And she had a focus from Jake, which Jake, you know, he was naked. He's he's my 34 points of have a focus token buddies. Yeah, I'm mean, super good. I think that Nora list is interesting just because you can maintain two locks. So the first two people that shoot at her, you have mods against. So whoever's going to get closer later on or in the fight or just eat it yep and with the jams out there if i have if all i have is a lock and i've got two of them out there just boom pop them off which i went against a whisper the first round so that helped i mean especially if like jake passes off the focus and you just bump with nora someone shoots you now you have a lock focus against that ship and you already got your evade from just hitting things i really started flying han with the road rules because i'm thinking Who's fun to fly? Who also doesn't really care about road? Han Solo. He's he's I six. He's he's fantastic. I mean, we talked about him. How good he is. If he bumps, oh dang! I don't get a mod or a boost, but he still gets his passive mods from rerolls. Nora. Oh, I bump you. Someone shoots me. Oh dang! It'd be a shame if I had a free evade. Yeah, people I think forget about that large base boost when they're chasing Han. Yep. He just. Just mm-hmm. leaves them in the dust. And then I have Kane. Then you have Kanan. It's like, oh, what if I just did a four straight? And now, now I don't have that stress anymore. Or like a three hard around a, a rock that you were close to. He's still pretty close. Yep. So I have Nora too, right? Because you can, I think you Kanan'd like a two hard with Nora and I can stress off. I Kanan Nora twice in one game. And uh, yeah, that was fun. She was on a, I was, I was flying against um, Ben, who was flying. Gurry, Dalen, and the Star Viper, and Kanan. And I, I'd 4K'd with Nora. Then uh, she was coming up. She, she cleared her stress. And I'm like, I'm just going to three straight through this debris cloud and Kanan her stress. And then she's just going to light Dalen up. And I mean, how do you like account for that, right? Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of flexibility in that. And, you know, you got Han, you got a lot of passive mods. It's very defensive. And it's token sharing and it's still really solid yep and i only went against two i6s the whole day actually technically three because i did have von reg and midnight in the same game but <laughs> that poor von reg yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry nick if you listen to this for what i did to your von reg i as someone who has flown von reg regularly i i felt your pain it's it's not as bad as my last opponent where I just tore through his tie swarm in like six rounds. Yeah, no, I think he rolled he... an evade the entire game. But yeah. what what kind of tie swarm was it, Alex? It was a juke tie swarm. It was actually super interesting. Oh no, I'm sorry. It was. I was thinking about the rebel tie swarm. Didn't you fly against that too? I did. I played a guy who had all the rebel ties. That was not. That was that was. Okay, all my games except for the last one were incredibly close and super like. I was going to have a heart attack. So I'm just so anxious. I, that It was so stressful. Because I brought a stupid list. 
My list was uh, Seventh Fleet Lat, an Arc with Veteran Tail Gunner, the I2, not the I3, uh, Luminaro with Chopper, and no Config, and then Obi-Wan with CLT. And you matched up dodged all your friends, too, unlike the three of us that you went down there with. <laughs> I'll get into that. But my list is four ships, and three of them shoot, and I have three support ships and an arc. It's really... It's meant to bump into things and get all the mods you need and just hope they can't kill you back. Because that Luminara chopper combo is so dirty. Especially if you get behind someone, they can't do anything. You're jamming them every round. Luminara will hit them and blank whatever attacks are coming in. You have Seventh Fleet Gunner. So your arc or Obi-Wan or even Luminara shoot an extra die. You got re-rolls from the lat. CLTOB with the 7th Fleet Gunner for the five hits. I did that a couple times. But man, if one of those ships dies, you're just SOL. <laughs> Especially Luminara. It was very stressful. But it's just all built around my list going first in general because it's just twos and a four, and I guess OB. But OB sticks with everyone because OB is making everyone blunt the incoming attacks by keep giving them focuses so it's really just trying to live long enough until you're close to me and then you die because you can't handle all this bumping and i can and it was great going against the six ship list for my first round because my list can't handle those things yeah, your first I, round. Your first round was the four tie fighters and the what do you have two Z ninety five tie fighters. Oh, we had X wings. He had weird X wings. Yeah, he had um, Porkins and I believe Levon Tenza. Heck yeah! Right. No, it was Colby. It was Colby Sparato. Was that's the, the right. flappy wing flappy. one? Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's a pain for my list to go against because that's just a lot of incoming attacks, and your arc only has one health. Uh, one health or one agility i think it only had one health by the end of the game that thing didn't work i don't know why my arc just tore through his entire list it, it like killed like four ships reinforce every time yeah, I, I, see, I see it on stream all the time it works <laughs> uh i was close uh, the game after that was super close that was stressful because that was against 7b um anakin and a CLTOB and like a matchstick that was just ions, and that was not fun. The veteran veteran turret gunner too, because you still have those on the Ys in there. I want to make a side note real quick. We we were talking to Nate, uh, the person who ran the tournament, and he said that uh, no one at his store flies Dash, and I felt I for a minute I'm like, damn it, I should have brought Dash. We were we were considering either bringing Dash or flying. Double Dantex with Maul. <laughs> yeah, that was that was in the back pocket. But the tournament was great. Oh yeah, uh, Namor hosts great tournaments. He's a good guy. He recess won. Games is a great store. Oh yeah, the layout of recess is amazing. North yeah. Olmsted, Ohio, great Ooh. store and Fat Fatheads Brewing Company. Great, great place to eat. That's going to be it for me saying nice things about Ohio, though. Yeah, we I mean, mind you, we also there. wore like our Michigan like stuff too, and you know, watched the Michigan game where they kicked the crap out of that other team, the hotel. That was awesome. Yeah, they did. Iowa. Yeah, we played Chinese poker. 
but it was great because it was just like a, a super chill tournament, bunch of cool prize support. Uh, kind of cannibalized each other a little bit there, guys. But you know, yeah, that's what did. happens when but, you come in what second, third, fourth, and sixth? Uh, <laughs> no, it's better. It was second, third, fourth, and then yeah, it was sixth because yeah, I lost my two. game. You're the highest two two. I only, the rest of us were three one. I only lost to the person who was undefeated, though. Me too. Oh yeah, you and played then you too, beat Sam, you? the other guy we came with, and yep. he beat Cody. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was fantastic. I love. Actually, I like going to recess. I've been there for Keyforge as well. It's just a great place. Good people. Yeah, it's not a bad, not a bad drive for us either. Yeah. As for the list, I do have to like bring up like familiarity. Like you guys both have flew that list, your list a lot, haven't you? Like I know you've been playing a lot of Han lately, Matt. Yeah, I think I'm gonna take a break from him for a minute. I'll I'll keep him in my back pocket, but I want there's a, there's a few things I'm trying to. But no, I have I flew a lot of Han in the weeks leading up to pretty much ever since Road was announced. I've kind of gravitated towards Han. And just like knowing what your list can do and can't do just makes it easier to fly, easier to understand whether or not you get initiative or not, what you can and can't do. Not missing triggers is always big in any list. So I flew my list for Crate Cup and then like two or three times in real life. <laughs> and Matt, you're a Van Rag player. What do you mean? Van Rag's just I6. Gosh, I wish. <laughs> he, he, he was a great guy, but he he got his von Reg, and I, like I said, I've played plenty of von Reg, so I know what he can and can't do. He got his he got his von Reg in a really bad spot where I'm like, okay, if I do this with Han, like von Reg, I, I just I broadsided I broadsided von Reg with Han with Han on a trick shot shot range first engagement. I got von Reg down to one hole the first engagement, and then he was just a non factor essentially the rest of the game. I mean, yeah, whenever you just nuke a ship for three quarters of its health. Yeah. It's like when I have a silence to take five damage off one shot, like, um, then he had, then he had midnight and midnight locked Nora, which, you know, shuts off Nora's ability. And it was range one. I wasn't happy about it, but then Han was like, okay, I'm just going to shoot midnight now. Cause all she has is a target lock. Also like you still have all your mods. Yeah. <laughs> I also jousted a tie swarm because we're on a podcast now and I, I can do that yeah. without feeling yeah. bad. There's no crate bounties on us yet. <laughs> but uh, he didn't roll and evade the entire game, so his tie swarm did not last. It's a bummer. Yeah. He was, uh, I think the guy you flew, Eric, yeah. what was his name? He was the only guy that beat me the last time I went to um, recess. He's a good guy too. We, like, we all went out for beer afterwards. For not Michigan beers, sadly enough, but you know, yeah, you only get what you can in Ohio. Yeah, no, it's a great store. Everybody there is cool, and like like you said, it was like it was a super low stakes tournament. We were just all there to have fun, enjoy each other's company, and put some ships it was on great the table. Playing in a in a tournament in real life again. Yep. Anything else that you guys want to talk about? I mean, it's a fun weekend that weekend. A lot of good stuff in road. We're still working on trying to break everything, so. And then, uh, so Hexile did have the wild space open, which was road with sideboards, which was really interesting. Um, there, they had four rounds. I ended up taking out Matt in the fourth round, so I was the one who made cut. Sorry, Matt. It, yeah, honestly, I'm not. I'm not upset about it because I didn't want to play 
on Sunday all day like you did. So I'm glad you beat me and did well. Yep. So it was ended up being a top 16 cut. I made it to top four, losing to Ali. It was on stream. It was a really fun and stressful match. Like the entire, like the first seven or eight rounds were just intense of trying to figure out what the other one's going to do. I was, he was flying a rebel, I uh, will say shotgun. It was, had, pretty, it was pretty similar to what I was flying. Just swap out Jan for Ahsoka, Ahsoka for Jan. Yep. So he had B Wing Hera with FCS. Oh, so it's a cyborg. So we get to pick our upgrades. Did he, I thought he had Predator. Nope. So he had X Wedge with Elusive. And I don't think he had any missiles or anything. He had Hera with FCS and Title, obviously. Uh, Jen with Title and Engine Upgrade. Because I'm also I 5. He wanted to be able to maneuver past and all that. And then he had Jake. Um, and I was actually able to get the full health Jin uh, out of the fight for like four rounds. But I couldn't damage Hera B-Wing. Jan. Jan, not Jan. Jan, yeah. Too many J ends with a vowel on the middle. I think theoretically she was a direct replacement, right? Or something like that in canon. I don't know. Yeah, because I, I mean, so. oh, sorry, I'm going to get super nerdy because in the in the <laughs> old EU, Kyle Katarn stole the Death, the Death Star plans. And Janor's is flew Kyle Katarn's ship around. So, you know. Sure. What were you flying, Cody? Uh, so I flew Kylo with Extreme Maneuvers, uh, Sensor Scrambler, and APT. Blackout with Fanatical and APT. And Breach with APT, Bomblet, Delayed Fuses, um, Feedback Ping, and I think ion that missiles? was it. I don't think I had points for Ion Missiles. Okay. I think I just put APTs and everything. Um, I did have some bad target priority. Like when Jan went by herself, I could have had all three of my ships just go there. Or like he gave, he fed me wedge, uh, but I still shot at Hera sort of thing too. Yeah, yeah, you did. So, I mean, it's X-Wedge, man. He's my bane. I can't shoot him. If I shoot him, I'm just going to lose harder. It does kind of continue that streak where you just really don't do well against X-Wing Wedge. Mm-hmm. I mean, he beat me. That's well, fair. You know. Yeah, man, well, this where are you flying? So it's different than the one we flew in, o- in Ohio. Uh, I flew Wedge, Hera, Ahsoka, and Jake generally. I always had Elusive on Wedge because I like, I like having, especially with just the exorbitant amount of ways for Wedge to get actions, doing red maneuvers isn't that big of a deal for him. Yeah, and elusive. If I if it if it helps save wedge one shield, like it's worth the shield upgrade. Um, Hera always had FCS because you know take a target lock, she can reroll one of hers and then she can pass it off to her friends. Ahsoka always had concussion missiles just to help give her a little bit more of a you know make her bite a little bit if she can get shots in because you know it's, she's still an A wing. And then. Um, there's I was like one list I flew where I had plasma torps on wedge, but a majority of them was advanced proton torpedoes on wedge because 
that's just, I just think that's a scary wedge. And yeah, it was. That's no fun. Five dice and one less agility is terrifying. Yep. So I ended up going two and two, lost to my first round one opponent, and then I lost to Cody, which if I had done the 4K like I was meaning to, I should have done the 4K. I might have, I might have, I don't know if I would have won the game, but I would have felt better about losing if I had done the 4K. I like how you guys were joking that you're going to get paired up on the way back from Ohio. And I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what you get. Yeah. I mean, we didn't play each other in Ohio, so, it, you know. It's true. It seemed only fair. Yep. Alex but, was the only one to escape everybody. But it, it, it seems only because the last time I flew this list against Cody, it was... um. It was kind of a bloodbath, so it, I kind of felt like, okay, Cody's got my number this time, and he did. So it was one of our few games where I didn't feel like either I didn't feel cheated by my loss because I mean, whenever Cody and I play, it's just it's just one it's way just, or the other. It's not fun for one of us. One of us is not having a good time. But this this game, like I I actually had a good time playing against Cody. I'm happy to hear somebody actually had a good time playing against me. <laughs> hey, you know what? I usually let people roll dice. Just usually. I, I, I try to make them roll more green dice than red dice, but I think that's the hope of many people. Uh, are you sure? Have you seen some stream games? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, just, just joust me. That's fine. Actually, please just douse my list. That's what it's designed to do. How many droid swarms do people just joust? As they should, this wholesome X-Wing. I jousted a TIE Swarm and just crushed it. <laughs> I'll never forget the Trip Ace. FO Trip Aces. Aces? They had Ember. And I look <laughs> over next to me. And Ember is like range one of eight droids. I'm just like, oh, we need, yeah. We need to get Josh back on the cast so we can tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I think Ember did a damage. Well, at least she contributed to something. Yeah. Or uh, I assume just immediately get wiped off the board. Is, I, em, is Ember next a she? I looked over, she was gone. I assume all pilots are she at this I, point, including Kylo. Well, Why yeah. not? Ember, Ember is the 202nd most popular pilot on Meta Wing. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually rather high. I was surprised. Uh, and with the points drop, you know, Juke Ember is not as overpriced. You know, and then on that bombshell, we're going to end the podcast. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everyone. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at thebestbenchwarmers at gmail.com. Also follow us on Twitch, Twitter, and MI Benchwarmers. Don't forget to rate us on any podcast service that you are using. Well, thanks for listening, everyone.